0: Hello, everybody, and welcome into the From the 50 Show, presented by Book It Sports and Brews on the Balcony. I am Zach Zook. I got TJ in studio. We got Tali in the greater St. Louis area. How's it going, boys? Midweek show. We're a little late recording. Did a little uh, pre-production meeting. Uh, So... We're cranking it out now. How's everybody doing? How's your holiday? Don't say cranking it out, Zook. I don't <laughs> like that. Don't say
1: cranking <laughs> it out. No. Well, subscribe. we're cranking
0: it out. Cranking <laughs> it, it up and cranking it down. We
1: had a great Christmas. Gonna say happy New Year to everybody. Um, week 17. I can't believe we're here already. Um, seemed like the season went by faster than last year. But uh, you know, got some got some decent storylines coming up with playoffs and Should be fun. Should be fun. I'm excited about uh, the final week of the regular season. I think this is actually a week that's going to be more fun than usual because there's a lot of, you know, question marks on who's going to make the playoffs. So a lot of people are still playing their starters, and then you got some teams that are playing their backups. But honestly, I think this is more competitive this week, 17, than it has in the past. So...
0: Yeah, I feel like there's a lot to play for. Um and, and we'll get into all that. But um Tali, did you get anything uh did you get anything uh how'd Christmas
2: treat you? Did you get anything
0: nice for Christmas?
2: It was good. Got a bunch of booze, got a Derek Jeter Hall of Fame jersey. Always <laughs> oh, good. So. Oh, good. You get a bunch of booze. Oh yeah. Yep. yeah. Got a bunch of a bunch of alcohol and liquor for uh for Christmas. So what kind, nice. what kind
1: you get, guy?
2: I got a thirty pack of bush beer, uh-huh. got a bottle, of some Jim Beam peach. Got a bottle of Maker's Mark 101. You just throw that Jim Which is the, in the best.
1: Freezer, or is it just?
2: No, I don't put alcohol in the freezer. What? <laughs> what do no. you know that,
1: bitch? Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, it's
2: yeah, it's so, so sorry. You I always freeze, yeah. <laughs> yeah. always freeze the
0: liquor.
2: Always freeze the liquor. No, it gets it like syrupy and nasty. No, it gets it terrible. I let it sit at room temperature. I've got the nice big one inch by one inch cubes. I, yeah, I was gonna you say drink like, over.
0: you have like crystal and everything because my brother is like you, Tali. Like he has crystal. He he sips his uh, his Woodford Reserve. That's his go-to, and he one has one. the freaking the plastic stones that he keeps oh. in the freezer, and he drops those in his crystal, and they're kind of they're kind of nasty, man. Like, do you wash <laughs> yours? Like, I, I don't have the gross. stones. Like you drop the stones in there, you drink the whiskey and you just pop them back in the freezer and wash them once a month. Like that's a little gross to me. Why don't you get the circular
2: ice cubes? I've got the block ice cubes, the square ice cubes. Yeah. I like those because they release smaller than the ball. I don't know. They fit in my rocks glasses better. Yeah. But the ball has more swag, more swag, nah.
0: way more swag. I've tried yeah.
2: the circle ones. I didn't like them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, uh interesting, interesting. Glad everybody's Christmas was good. I had a good Christmas as well. As you can see, I guess our listening audience can't see, but you guys can see still in uh still in the old the old dad's man cave with the uh the PGA flags and my red wings decorations in the background. Yeah. But you know, week 17, I I kind of concur with you, TJ. I think it's we got a little bit more this week than we have in recent years. I feel like a lot of times this is kind of a throwaway week. And maybe you get one or two games that matter, but I feel like there's more games that matter here than don't. Uh, we got seeding, and we have four wild card teams in the AFC competing for three spots, all with the same record. We got uh, the NFC least just fighting it out this weekend. Uh, where do you guys want to start? You guys to start NFC, AFC? We're gonna go through all the all the all the tiebreaker scenarios for the audience and um, get you prepared for Sunday morning. Yeah, let's start with the AFC, Zook. I mean, you got a situation
1: in the AFC North, you got Cleveland who just kind of shit the bed. I mean, they, oh, had they their screwed themselves over. Oh God. I mean in Cleveland Brown fashion just absolutely just destroyed their own opportunity to make the playoffs, to end the drought. Um so you got them going against Pittsburgh, and it's it's a situation where Pittsburgh will be playing Mason Rudolph and a lot of their backups, so that does bode well for Cleveland. Um, they have a lot of opportunities to still make the playoffs. But then you got the Baltimore Ravens, who made it happen last week. They are now 10-5 and as well with Cleveland. Uh, they take on Cincinnati 4-10-1. So here's the situation with those two teams. Baltimore will clinch a playoff win uh, if they win. So if they just win the game, they're in. So that's kind of nice. They control their own destiny. Cleveland loss automatically puts them in. An Indianapolis loss also would put them in. So mm-hmm. a lot of opportunities there for, uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. And then you got all the bullshit with the ties. We'll, we'll get to that later if we want to break that all the way down. Um, so with Cleveland, it uh, looks like Cleveland can also clinch with a win, um, Indy or an Indy loss. So Indy's in a situation now where they need to win and have somebody else lose. So that's the situation I did not expect. You got three 10-5 teams. And someone's going home. So you also have a situation where you have to win the game for sure. Indy has to win or tie. But, again, we're not talking about the ties. Indy wins, but it's got to be a Baltimore loss or tie, a Cleveland loss or tie, or a Miami loss or tie. So I I apologize. I said three 10-5 teams. We have four. Miami's also in that that race, too. So there is a lot of, of stuff going on in the AFC. Um, it's all over the place. Tennessee, too. Tennessee, too, actually. Ten and five. I, I, I forgot how many ten and five teams there are. Ten yeah, and five it, teams.
0: it's, it's an absolute mess in the AFC. So I think, though, you have the Dolphins at the five seed, Ravens at six, Browns at seven currently. If those three teams just win, you're good. And like you mentioned, TJ, the path for the Ravens is like almost 100%. They're going to get should in. be
1: able to win that game against Cincinnati without Joe Burrow. You would you would imagine Baltimore yeah. is going to be bringing out all the stops. That's that's something that if you're going to be a betting man, I got to check the line on that game. But I would dump heavy on Baltimore because it looks and, like
2: it's 13 right now. 13. I'd still and and I
0: try I would. I think Baltimore should be able to beat the Steelers without Big Ben. So, although they shat the bed, I think they'll probably win. You got to think mean, the Colts are going to win. You said Baltimore.
1: Huh? You mean Cle- Cleveland?
0: Yeah, sorry, Cleveland. I meant Cle- Cleveland. Cleveland should be able to beat the Steelers this weekend without Big Ben. And then you have the Colts at 10 and 5. They're playing the Jags. So, I think the team in most danger of losing is actually. The Dolphins and missing out of the playoffs here. But what's interesting for the Colts is they're 10 and 5, and they're kind of the odd man out right now. And ha- they're on the outside looking in, right? They got to get into the wild card, mm-hmm. but they can be the division champs and be the four seed too, because the Titans lost to the Packers on Sunday night football. They're tied at 10 and 5 right now. The Titans this weekend are going to play at the Texans, and Deshaun Watson's been playing really well. You saw, I don't know if you guys saw the speech from JJ Watt that after the oh, pass yeah. game this Sunday. They're going to still play. So I don't think that it's a lock that Tennessee wins that game. I think it's possible that the Colts end up as division champs when it's all said and done over the Titans. But even if not, I think they'll have a great chance to get into the postseason because if they just take care of Jacksonville, I think they have four chances to get into the postseason. The Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, and Titans would all have to win for them to still be left out. So I really like the Colts to kind of get into the playoffs. Um, And I I think that the Bills Bills are going to probably – Take the take the Dolphins out of the postseason. What, what do you guys think? Is it, Tali? Do you know if Josh Allen's playing this week or not?
2: There hasn't really been a lot said about it. I wouldn't be shocked if they played him for maybe a couple drives, first quarter, first half, whatever it is, and then sit him. Well, I, no one really knows. They I got to they look were too. they
0: playing because they're tied at 12 and 3 with the Steelers right now. So I know that they, didn't they buy at 2 and 3, but
2: they beat the Steelers though. Seed. They beat the Steelers earlier in the year, so they should have that tiebreaker.
1: I think at the moment they're... They
2: they do at the moment, but what I'm saying is if you sit Josh and you lose
0: to the Dolphins, not only do you allow one of your division foes into the postseason then, but if the Steelers take care of business against the Browns, they would be the two seed and the Bills would drop to three, which, again, it's not a huge deal because you no longer have that second seed
2: with the bye,
0: but the seeding matters. Like, it's, it's... potentially another home game that you're losing so that's
2: where too all these teams are all playing at noon so it might be something where they just scoreboard watch and try to figure out who they want to play because if you pull out all the stops and beat the dolphins this week now you might have to play them for a third time this year in the playoffs and it's going to be tough to beat them three times in a year yeah but the the thing is is if you beat them they're done if you beat them, only the one seed gets a bye, TJ.
0: Oh, this year. I thought yeah, it was this always year. the one.
2: In, oh, it's because of this, the
1: other extra team. Got it. Okay. Yeah, Because I was wondering why the Steelers were sitting their guys, because it's between them and Buffalo for the number two seed in the AFC. Chiefs already have mm-hmm. it locked in for number one. So that makes more sense with the extra team. There's only one bye. Got it. Um, yeah. Isn't it weird that we're sitting here now talking about the Titans and the Colts as being like on the edge of possibly one of those teams not making the playoffs? Like, yeah. It seems like through week seven... Those are two teams you're like, yep, they're for sure in. Like there's no way that they're gonna be out, they're gonna be competitive and 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 have a chance to make a run in the playoffs. And now we're talking about four no five, ten and five teams and, and people are going home. Like it's yeah, it's a pretty wild year for the AFC, for sure. Yeah, it's so, wild.
0: Like ten and six is not gonna do it this year. You no. know, like I, I think what were the is that pretty common? I don't think that that happens all that often. I remember the Patriots missed with eleven and five, and that was pretty crazy, and mm-hmm. that was in o eight. That was the only yep. season they missed the postseason I think since like two thousand was Is like D- yeah
1: Castle came in for Brady,
2: yeah
0: yeah, and they went eleven and five and somehow missed the playoffs.
2: It happened that year, and I think there was a team in like nineteen eighty five that happened where the a team went eleven and five and didn't make the playoffs. Which how that, bad would you uh, feel the for Ronnie the Brown
0: team? Oh yeah, uh, there's that the Ronnie Brown team, Tali on the All Dolphins right. that won the division that year had to be.
2: I'm not sure. So
1: this is this is a funny situation where honestly every team except the Colts basically y- you win and you're in and that's it. Like it's it's that simple. Like for the Ravens. Beat Cincinnati, you're in, which is a perfect situation. Like, they couldn't have loved their situation better after the Browns shit the bed against the Jets last week. Then you got Cleveland against Pittsburgh. Where they're, they're sitting all their starters. Should win. Baker's pissed off. He's, he's kind of clapping back at media members. I don't know if you guys saw that uh, press conference he had. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. And someone asked him a question about, you know, do you take all the all the misses you've had and all the bad moments you've had, and do you use that as motivation or what? He goes, "No, I use it as the opposite. I'm I want to drop four more balls." I basically, like, Fuck off. what kind of question is that? Um, but uh, Miami also just winning by themselves gets in. Tennessee gets in. So it looks like right now, Indy's the only team, as we mentioned, that needs a win and help. But you're also in a situation where you need either Cleveland baltimore or miami to lose so i don't know like you would like to think that indy's like the odd man out right now but you have a chance that one of those three teams losing like you're still in a pretty good situation so it's 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 gonna be crazy like i don't know who i would call a lock i think Baltimore's a lock to get in cleveland miami i don't know i think 10 i think indy deserves to be in more i'd love to see them i think they'd be more competitive Cleveland-Miami are two teams that I think one of those two teams is going to go home. Like, one of yeah. them will shit the bed. <laughs> I, I think so, too. I think it's going to be Miami, like Zook said. I think Josh Allen will be in the game for the majority of the time. It would be kind
0: of hilarious, though, if it was the Browns.
1: Oh, it would be it would be very funny. <laughs> I mean, you'll yeah, see no, like, the, like, that city burn to the ground, maybe. Like...
0: See, I, I I think the I think the uh, Colts are like practically a lock to get in because they have the Jags, and you know one of those teams is gonna is gotta lose. I mean the I, I I'm with you, TJ. I think the Browns and the Dolphins will have the highest likelihood of missing, and I think it, at the end of the day it'll be the Dolphins, which is, it, it is kind of a bummer for any of those teams to miss because they have had really good seasons, and for all of those fan bases, it would be it's the best team they've had in you know, in quite some time.
1: Imagine being the Browns; you have your first winning season. Since 2007, and you missed the playoffs and you go 10 and 6.
0: Well, they were 10 and 4, 10 and 4, and you lost to the Jets. You had it all right there in front of you. You had it all right there in front of you, and here we go. And it feels like the jinx is in full effect right now. They'll lose to like Mason Rudolph or Duck Hodges or whoever the freaking Steelers are going to roll out there and miss, and it would just be so Browns. And you know who I, I hope it doesn't big happen. Right now he would blame Nick
1: Chubb for running out of bounds to <laughs> the fucking one yard line and not covering that one game. It's a hex, big web. Put yeah, a hex on the Browns. Because yeah, he of that did. Non cover.
2: He did. I forgot about that, but yeah, yeah this unacceptable. This could be a, a Mason Rudolph wants revenge game going up against Miles Garrett again. He might play well.
0: <laughs> oh i didn't i forgot about that storyline is he is he the one starting does do we know that's what
2: he said yeah it's mason yeah, rudolph to, starting
0: they have their backup good god yeah yeah holy that's, shit that,
1: i can't believe that he's still i mean i can't believe they don't have someone ready to you, go. you know what's crazy
0: i i kind of liked mason rudolph coming out of college did i thought he did do good I, I was like i'd take him in the second round and like have him be a starter because the way like he set records at o- Oklahoma State with James Washington, I liked him better than some of the some of the first round guys. And he is just awful, just a terrible quarterback.
1: Yeah, he can't put it together. Just-
2: there were a lot of Pittsburgh fans I saw. They wanted Josh Dobbs back playing quarterback this week. No, you don't. Duck
1: Hodges <laughs> still there? As you were saying? Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think, I think
0: Duck at least gives them. He at least gives them the moxie factor. You know, like Who he at least uh, from, has the Gardner uh, effect.
1: From Oregon they had as their backup for a while. The, the mobile kid. Um oh man. It wasn't it was like before Mariota, I thought. It was Boykin, wasn't it? Not not Boykin from the Ravens, but there's a different like Trayvon Boykin or something. He went to T C U and he was the TCU. backup for Seattle for That's a while. What I, okay. I'm I was I thought that the Steelers. No, had there it. was somebody maybe else maybe that they did the Steelers. I don't know.
0: Had. He didn't last very long on, on that team.
1: Yeah. But they said he was gonna be you know, a nice fill in for Ben if he got hurt. And then, but now they, they haven't dealt with the backup quarterback situation. Like what's after Ben kind of like the Packers didn't up until they got Jordan love this, this draft. Like they've never like really figured it out because it's Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. It's very Big weird. Big Ben's another story. Big Ben like wants to quit like every other week. Cause like, Oh, we suck ass now. Like I'm done. And like, yeah, I can't play football anymore. And they're like, like if he quits
0: and Tomlin's like, well, fuck, like now what do we do? We have well, dude, Rudolph. he had the UCL injury last year, and before that, he had been hurt, 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 hurt. Yeah, and he's getting up there, and he's older than Rogers is by a couple of years. Yeah, uh, and I, I thought each of the last two seasons, I think in my mock draft, I've had them taking a first round quarterback, and each of the last two years, they don't do it. Like two years ago, they traded up to ten to take Devin Bush. Yeah, like they did. They are not. It's very weird, like how opposite. And I'm glad you brought up the Packers because it's, it's, they've viewed it like completely opposite. Like the Packers have taken a quarterback before, before they needed to. Maybe perhaps so much so that they're not even going to get to play Jordan Love if Aaron Rodgers keeps this up because they're not, they're just going to have to let him walk or trade him. But He's the, the, the Steelers have done life. like the opposite. They, their quarterback is literally like on a pogo stick back there in the pocket because his legs so messed up. And they still like, oh, no, we'll just roll out there with Mason Rudolph for Duck Hodges. It's fine. He looks like Dennis
2: Dixon Dixon is the guy T.J. was thinking of
1: from Oregon, right? Yeah, I don't know
2: how
0: I could forget that name, too, because I think he ran on Michigan for like 200 yards at the big house in like 06. Dennis Dixon is exactly who I was thinking of. (laughs) Yeah, Boykin, because he was also a mobile
1: guy, too. So like Boykin, like I remember Boykin in college, like it is those two Mm -hmm. kind of. I don't know. They kind of have similar play styles. So I was like, but isn't, isn't he a bigger guy? Wasn't he a kind of a taller, bigger guy? And and Boykin was kind of like a 5'10", 5'11", shorter. I don't know. Yeah, that
2: sounds right.
1: A little different. But anyway, that's, that's where I get confused.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what what the Steelers are kind of thinking (laughs) because I I get that they draft. I think what is happening is they drafted Mason and they thought, well, he'll be the backup. And if he's good, we'll just start him. But they haven't moved off of him yet, which they really desperately need to. Well, and honestly,
1: they're a team where you've seen them the last few weeks. They could get bounced like first round. Yeah. Like if they get the, Oh, absolutely. They could. They've been on the biggest downside of anybody. Oh yeah. Sitting there going, if anybody would get bounced first round that you thought
0: wouldn't back in like week nine, it'd be the Steelers. First. I think whoever they face first round, and we'll, we'll see how wrong I am about this. Let's say they end up as the, the three seed, which they currently are. If they're taking on the Colts, Browns, or Ravens, what's the spread's less than three, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I they just play the Colts, and it'd be the exact same, same situation. Give, I think it's possible they're home
1: dogs. They might give the Browns a lot. They might give the Browns like six and a half or some shit. I could see that happen.
0: I could see that. I think if they played the Ravens or the Colts or the Dolphins, it would be under three. I think yeah. if they played the Ravens, they'd be home dogs. I You're really do two
1: and a half, one and a half spread in that situation. Yeah, like the Browns is the only team I could see them giving like at least five and a half in that game.
2: At yeah, least. You, I don't know. You might get a three and a half or a four and a half. Well, no, I'm taking the other side. Arrow. I mean, it's a field goal <laughs> game, but I the Browns are just so.
0: Inconsistent. They're either really fucking good or they're not at all. And I feel like they would just come out balls to the freaking wall in a play. I, and then I'd probably take the other team the next week. But I think <laughs> you know? Baker
1: would press too much. Like, I don't know if he's ready for That's that.
0: That's possible. You know
1: what I mean? Like, he's a guy that you, he tries not to show frustration, but like, he you can definitely tell when he gets fucking like, yeah. really flustered. Mm-hmm. And then he's just not the same.
2: They're he's a good live bet team. Watch the first drive and make your bet then.
0: Yeah, and then you'll know. <laughs> live yeah, bet team. I like so that, real. Nick. I, a good live bet team. I I, I agree with that. Jared we- Goff
2: and the Rams are the same way.
0: Yeah, well, when he's gonna be, we can talk about that later. He's gonna be out <laughs> this week. But uh, before we move to the NFC, I didn't know if you guys wanted to touch on the Jags locking up the first pick with the Jets getting their second one of the season. Trevor Lawrence now all but a Jacksonville Jaguar. Um, I didn't know if you guys wanted to talk about that, what that means for Trevor Lawrence. What do we think about him going to the Jags? Cause I got news for you. He's going to the Jags unless the guy gets like caught doing cocaine or something. Yeah. He's going to the Jaguars. You yeah, might so, still go to the Jaguars. He might still yeah, go, probably but, would. Honestly,
1: I, at this point, you know, I think I understand why the jets tried against the Browns because you already knew that the Jaguars had the number one pick locked up. Like the Jags were getting wrecked and the jets were at this point saying, all right, all right well, we won last week. We kind of ruined the first round pick, number one pick thing. Might as well just keep trying, and then they won another game. So, I don't know. I mean, Jacksonville, I don't know if it's the right place for Lawrence. He'll be fine. I know they're going to take him. I don't know what that means for – I mean, Gardner Minshew's not a future franchise quarterback anyway. But for the Jets, I wonder deep down if, like, a few weeks ago, they were figuring out if they really wanted Trevor or not. Like, I don't – I'm not saying they, like, tried more – But the fact that there's so many quarterbacks in that top 10 picks, like maybe they're like, Hey, I don't mind Justin Fields. Hey, I don't mind Lance. Like maybe we will let that slide a little bit and just play some football. And you know, in that situation, Gase, I don't know what Gase is doing. I guess he's trying to save his ass saying like, Hey, you see what we can do when we put it together at the end of the year with two wins. I I could probably make this happen next season. Otherwise, I don't really know why there's a reason to win. I think it's stupid. Uh, I'm not saying you should throw games, but you, can, you, you know, when you you full all that blitz against the fucking Oakland or Vegas Raiders, it's pretty obvious you're not really in a situation to win. That's my take. But, you know, you're talking about three wins at that point you'd have. But at this point, I think Gase is a dead man walking. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know why he's trying to win. But to me, they I think they like other quarterbacks. I think they have eyes on other guys. And maybe that they didn't love Lawrence enough where it's like we have to have him only. Maybe they're teetering on him and fields and then they said, all right, let's go play football and figure it out, see how the dominoes fall.
0: Yeah, and, and I saw this on Twitter. I hate when the media sports media tries to play the contrarian card. Like they always try to play the, be the contrarian. It's like, oh the jets so everybodys saying jets so
2: stupid for winning.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean that's true. what what are they doing? Like, it's a and, lot of
2: young guys that are fighting for a job next year. And, and, that's and why I don't it think it's
0: anybody's fault. Because, like you said, Nick, it's the coaches. He's auditioning for his next job. All the young guys are fighting for roster spaces, and the the front office has no control over what goes on on the field. That's the beauty of football, and that's why people watch football week in and week out, even when the Jets are going to be two and fourteen. Because we don't have a tanking problem like the NBA does. Like the NFL is competitive each and every Sunday, but I, I see like the, the media guys are like, well, you know, it's, there's a lot of first round quarterbacks in this class. Like Patty Mahomes was the third one taken The first, It's like, okay, buddy, like Trevor Lawrence is by far and away the best quarterback prospect in the class, whether or not it turns out that way, he's still the best prospect in the class. You want the best prospect in the class. So like to, to TJ's point though, I don't think it's the end of the world because you don't know what's going to happen. It's not as though Trevor Lawrence is set it and forget it going to have the best career because, I mean, let's keep in mind, he's going to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars who are probably historically one of the worst American franchises in sports history. Right. So like, it's not as though this guy's going to be a lock hall of famer or anything like that. And the hype train on him has gotten so strong that I think the narrative, even if he's good and not great, the narrative around him is going to be disappointment if he's anything but Patrick Mahomes. So for the jets, I think what you have to do is you have to get some stability in the goddamn organization. Like get a coach in there that is an adult and knows what he's doing. Have him build the offense around whoever you're going to draft. Whether that's, I think, Trey Lance – I got to watch more, and I do a lot more of it in the offseason. From what I've seen so far, I think Trey Lance is the second-best prospect in the class. I actually think he's not that far off of Trevor, to be honest. The guy's an absolute stud. I like him a lot better than Fields. And then my third, I kind of like Zach Wilson over Fields, too. Uh, But regardless, you find out who that is, whether it's Fields, whether it's Wilson, whether it's Kyle Trask from Florida, whether it's Lance, you build the offense around them, and you just have competent management and build it for three to five years. That's what I think the jets have to do. Like, I don't think it's the end of the world, but, uh, to suggest it kind of, got me, uh, hashtag mad online. Cause I saw everybody like, Oh, it's not that big a deal that they blew the, yeah,
1: it kind of is. Yeah. And, and I, and I get to that part, like, trust me, but I think it was at a point where I don't think they expected to win. And then they, yeah. they did win. And they're like, Oh fuck. Like, we just kind of ruined the number one
0: pick, so and I and I agree. We, I I share that sentiment. Know? I that's why I think that all the big Jays on Twitter saying, "Well, you don't know that Trevor Lawrence is the best." Yeah, we do. Well, they're trying like, to hide that. They're trying to say
1: like, "Well, yeah, that maybe they see something else, something more in Fields," and and that's <laughs> not what I was saying. I'm saying that maybe they think it's so it's a deeper class than maybe other experts. Oh, it think. is. It's a good class. You know what I mean? So maybe they're like, "All right, well, maybe we don't need the number one pick." So maybe we don't look at Trevor. We liked Lance just as much, or we liked Fields just as much. So like, let's just play, play it out, maybe try to get some of these young guys some, some more time and see what they can do at the end of the year. Like Tally said, they're going to try harder and try to earn spots on the roster next season. Mm-hmm. And then if you know we fall to two and maybe three, they're, they're going to be two, we'll have a chance at two of our other guys that we touted just as high as Trevor Lawrence. If they wanted Trevor Lawrence like, like he's the only guy, I mean, come on they'd be 0-16. I, that's, I'm that's i not saying, like, they're throwing anything. I'm saying, like, there wouldn't have been as much. You
0: hold out, effort. Sam. You do some other yeah. stuff. Yeah.
1: This guy's got a cramp, you know. You all-out blitz <laughs> like you did against the Raiders. Like, when that happened, I'm like, Jets are going to go 0-16. They want to lose. They want Trevor. And then all of a sudden, they beat the Rams, and I'm like, what? And they beat
0: <laughs> Cleveland, and I'm like, what? So... See, uh, I knew the all-out blitz was just uh, Greg Greg Williams being an absolute idiot. Then he just got yeah.
1: fired. I'm just like, I'm, I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, if it, it, that
0: was odd." Because if you do want to go happen. 0 and 16, you just keep Greg Williams.
2: <laughs> yeah, guy did you a favor.
0: I think they're I, legit, like two and zero or two and one since they fired him. Like, yeah. yeah, you think that guy was bad at his job?
2: But
1: you got what?
0: Ten seconds left. Go route. That's all that's gonna happen is a fucking go route. <laughs> and <you laughs> and
1: Rod man- too. Man. And the quarterback just like this for two seconds, and the guy has five yards on him. What do you think they're going to run? I just, I don't get it. You're telling me that you're not doing that to try to lose the game? I, sorry. I don't know. I can't, I can't buy I
0: mean, you. yeah, maybe Greg was getting a little bit of bonus money on the side. He's done shadier shit. But yeah, to me, it's I mean, like they know they're gone. So like, why? They don't care about, uh, you know, next year at all. But, uh, now, the other thing I, I think that the Jets could do, and I'm interested to hear you guys take, and then we'll move on to the NFC playoff picture, but uh, they could keep Sammy and get trade number two for a shitload of picks, which they need because Mike McKagan is like the worst GM ever. And so now they have some, some good guys, and I think Joe Douglas is running the show. Had a pretty good draft, I think, last year. Denzel Mims, I think, is going to be a good player, again, once they can just get some stability. uh, He tried the best he could to piecemeal the terrible offensive line. Mackay Becton, that guy's already pretty good. So, like, I think they're on an upward trajectory, but it's like, what, what do you want to do? Because you have an opportunity to take a guy, if you want, and replace Sam, or what you can do is ride it out with Sam and be like, okay, we didn't get Patrick Mahomes But we got a guy that we think we can win with that can manage the game for us and run the offense. So like I'll be really interested to see what they do. At the end of the day, I think they'll go QB. I think you kind of have to when you're that bad. Like I trade Sam, take your QB, and then draft the team with the with the other picks that you got. But I think that I wouldn't, you know, I don't think they can go wrong either way. I wouldn't get mad. I wouldn't think it's stupid if they decided to not take a quarterback and. You know, try to get other guys so
1: that's my thing is you know and it's it's digging deep but you go back in the past to quarterbacks that just got in shitty situations that had no opportunity to win because they're on the jets you know and had no opportunity to win because you're on a, a, a shitty team that has no receivers no offensive line no running back so you'd think you know maybe they saw that it factor in darnold but then he just is in a bad situation so you think yeah. about Mahomes, and and I know this is reaching, but like you know, say the Jets take Mahomes, is Mahomes the same guy right now? He's, I I, I think it's to-
0: Yeah, I think that's totally valid. I don't think you're crazy for saying that at all. So I think he, it's yeah. actually a lock that he's not the Patrick Mahomes we know now
1: for sure. And and that's the thing. So we could say all that you want about Sam Darnold. I don't love him. I don't. I just don't think he looks like a franchise quarterback. That's just me. But I also think it's not exactly fair because it's the same thing with Wentz this season. We've seen what Carson Wentz can do when he has talent around him, and when he doesn't, he's dog shit. So you think about what other guys can do in different situations. You know, you could tell right away Josh Rosen wasn't a future a featured quarterback. He just doesn't have it. He just, he just hasn't doesn't have presence in the pocket, doesn't have the arm. I thought he did. You can just tell he's not going to be a guy in the league for that long as far as like a starting quarterback. It just I could see it. Darnold, I'm not really sure. So, you know, I don't like him personally as far as like what I see from him, but maybe we haven't seen enough because he is on the Jets, you know. And and then if you put Lance in there with the Jets or you put Justin Fields with the Jets, are they that much better? Like, is Darnold really that bad that they're the reason he's the reason they have. Oh, sorry. My video started playing in my background. I just totally threw me (laughs) off. Um, But I just, I don't know if he's the problem. So if you're going to replace him, you better be sure that you're going to win some more games because you're replacing Sam Darnold. And if that's not the case, then Zook, I 100% agree with you. Trade the number two pick and get a shit ton of picks and see if Sam is the guy. Give him one more year. But they have nothing else.
0: Yeah. It's a great point. You know, I didn't, I honestly didn't really think about it. It's like, because Sam's really not the problem. I mean, I think we all agree about that. We don't necessarily believe in him, but we know that he's not the reason they're losing games. So it's like, you're right. What are you going to do, drop Justin Fields into a situation where he's going to look the exact same as Darnold and then you're sitting here having the same discussion in three years? I think it's tough because I think basically – I think probably what I'd do is I would take a shot at another QB because if I'm the GM, I'm hoping we're not drafting top five again after this. And I have the opportunity to get the second-best quarterback in the draft at least. Maybe I could even work out a deal with the Jags to get Lawrence. But uh, I, I can get a quarterback that I like because while, yes, Sam is not the reason we're losing, I you're also at this point, I don't think he's a, like a top-ten quarterback. So uh, you take another stab at a guy you think is going to be good, and even if the team sucks, you got to ride it out with him, and then you build around him the best you can. But there is something to be said for dropping a guy in a situation where the team's just going to fail. Because yeah. they get into bad habits like Carson Wentz, like Sam, and, and they perform poorly. Whereas you get Patty you gets dropped onto a playoff team in Alex Smith in the, in the Chiefs with a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, no shit. He looks pretty good. Well, you know? I
1: think they drafted Mahomes as being like a replacement eventually, but Alex Smith was their guy. Alex mm-hmm. Smith was putting them in a situation to win, to make a, a Super Bowl run maybe because he was good enough. He was a little bit above average, but then he had the freak injury. And or he, he had an injury problem, so they put Mahomes in there and they're like, Holy shit, this guy's like unbelievable. Like, he's better yeah. than we thought he was. And that happens. I mean, I don't think the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers late in the first round to replace Brett Favre thinking that he's going to be who he is now. You just don't know. So, yeah, no, you don't. You know what I mean? So, if you're going to draft a guy in Sam Darnold, who you took a, a top five pick with, you know, just a few years ago do you really want to waste that right away or do you want to try to surround him with more talent i'm not again if i'm being honest if i'm the jets i take a quarterback i think lance i've seen him play i think he's better than sam darnold is already yeah i I don't know about fields but him and lawrence are are the real deal so you sit there and and if you really truly think sam darnold is not your guy and you think that if you replace him with a first round pick of a quarterback if you can get a few more wins because of replacing Sam Darnold, go for it. But I think they have a lot of problems that have nothing to do with Sam Darnold. So,
0: yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all uh, good stuff. It'd be interesting to see what they do um, moving forward. Let's go to the NFC now because the NFC wild card picture a little bit clearer. Uh, it's more seeding at this point, and uh, it starts at the top with the Packers, who are twelve and three. They are a game ahead of the Saints and the Seahawks at 11 and four. But if they if they win, beat the Bears on Sunday, they're the one and it's over. Uh, where it gets really uh, interesting is if they lose to the Bears, they have the tiebreaker over the Saints, but they do not have tiebreaker over the Seahawks. So it's possible if the Packers lose, uh, the Seahawks could be the number one seed in the NFC after all of this. But uh, the real story, I think, is uh, with the NFC least. And the Washington football team and the uh, Dallas Cowboys, uh, who is going to be the division champ, and who will uh, take on you know the the five seed in the first round of the playoffs? So uh, I could believe be the how Giants, it is. too. Yeah, it could be the Giants as well because they're five and 10. Uh, they would need some help. God, but the football it would be team so
1: bad if they somehow
0: the football team plays at the Eagles on Sunday Night Football. I cannot believe they did that, but whatever. Uh, the Cowboys are playing the Giants at noon, so the Washington football team will know what they need to do because if the Cowboys beat the Giants and get to seven and nine, WFT has to win on Sunday night. If the Cowboys lose to the Giants and the Giants get to get to six and ten, it's still the same scenario, I think, right? Because didn't the Giants beat? wft twice so uh
1: so let me see here
0: so the giants yep they
1: beat wft back in week nine uh and then they also beat them in week six so the giants do have the tiebreaker against wft
0: so essentially what the what the cowboys giants game at noon and noon is is a buy-in to have rooting interest for the washington football team eagles game at night basically it's like a play-in game to take Washington football team's spot in the postseason, should they uh, fall to Jalen Hurts and the Eagles on the road, which I honestly think is a is a decent, there's a decent shot it happens. Yeah, just because I don't free. believe in
2: Taylor Heineke. I uh,
0: I love his swag. Don't <laughs> love his play. Did you did you hear about all the stories with him back in like Minnesota and stuff? And the guy is just the guy just exudes swag. I think he played in the CFL for a little while. I heard that he was actually wrapping up a uh, degree at Old Dominion when uh, the football team called him and he has to like postpone his finals so he can uh, play for the Washington football team because before they had called him he was just like going back to school. He's like all right like the football career kind of didn't really pan out so I'm gonna go back and get my degree and all of a sudden now he's starting quarterback for the Washington football team. I mean you, you feel for them. Uh, did they, I thought that there was a possibility though, that Alex Smith was going to play this weekend. No. Did they rule him out or, uh,
1: I haven't seen officially. Dwayne I always Haskins put, uh, Tali
0: and you TJ on the spot with the injuries because I'm very hit or miss. And then I just kind of ask on the air. I'm like, so do you guys know, or no, you're
1: good? I, with <laughs> Haskins gone. Like I figured they're going to start Heineke. I didn't know how close Smith was. And I honestly, like, I yeah, didn't... actually
0: Alex is projected for 16 fantasy points. Play- I think he's going to play this week.
1: That is that's actually big for them.
0: Practice in limited capacity. So he's gonna be in. For if how long he for how spot, long he lasts in the, in the game. That's another scenario. But uh while we're talking about them, we could go on a little uh little uh tangent here. You guys want to what are your quick thoughts on Dwayne Haskins getting
2: cut? I I have none. <laughs>
1: yeah, I have none. I mean,
2: the, I, the best I, thing I, I heard was terrible pick, well, idiot. First, you are a guy playing for a team whose coach just beat cancer, so maybe have a little self awareness and don't host your girlfriend's birthday party at a strip club. Yeah, maybe just. And if you are shit, if you are going to do that, probably should take everyone's phone so that photos of you aren't taken.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, what a moron. Uh, he, it's not the first time either. I mean, he's been in trouble all year long. Is a terrible pick. the the own everybody within the organization on the personnel side was like we don't want him, and then Dan Snyder was like, but he played high school football with my son, so we're taking him.
1: He's yeah, he's he's something. I I don't know where he's going to end up.
2: I guess there were a couple teams I, that expressed interest. Really? but I don't know. Because yeah, I, I'm
0: I'm thinking. I was sitting thinking about it after who is signing him to be their backup or even on the practice squad. Like I have zero interest. I'd rather draft somebody in the fifth round. Yep. Yep. And he was what? The first round pick? He's awful. 15th overall, I want to say. The 10 or 15. He was in the Daniel Jones draft. That quarterback class was awful. Yeah, It was was Daniel Jones and Haskins. Were they the only two?
1: They were the top two. Or was there somebody ahead
0: of
2: them?
1: Oh, it's going to bother me. I'll check it.
2: So Taylor Heineke was getting first team reps yesterday. Defense guys.
0: Heineke was getting first-team reps. Yeah, so that'll be interesting yeah. to keep an eye on as far as the spread goes. And you you probably won't know until close to Sunday night, I'd imagine. Washington's at minus two right now. So I think if Smith plays, I do like him in the game. If Heineke plays, I almost think the Eagles are going to win. I'd, I'd yeah. feel even better about the Eagles if they had uh, Wentz in there, too, just because, I obviously, he's more seasoned. Like, if you're just going to win one, going to go for one win, I think probably Carson gives you the better shot.
1: Oh yeah, Kyler all that Murray was in that draft too. So. Kyler,
0: yeah. yeah, I knew there was like one guy at the top. I kind of forgot that. So that was Kyler's year. That yeah, was Kyler. Yeah, that, that quarterback draft class is really yeah, bad. That was, I think that, that, that was Kyler Bosa.
1: Uh, what was it? Pharrell, Devin White, For... Josh. That Allen draft was... class oh, sucks. was Josh Allen. I was gonna say Hawkinson. <laughs> that was that draft.
0: Draft class was not good. No, there was a couple guys that were good, but like Josh Cleveland
1: Farrell.
0: Cleveland Furl, the Raiders, terrible pick. If they did come back with Jacobs. That was nice. Then Abram, I, think, I think especially once you got into the teens, though, like not very good. Debo yeah.
1: Samuel, second round. So, You're so long.
0: far as – 42, second round to the Denver Broncos. <laughs> as
1: as of
2: 2 o'clock on Thursday while we're recording this, the only thing that's been officially said by Washington is that Heineke will play if Alex Smith cannot. It's so a game-time
0: okay. decision, it sounds like. Essentially, yeah. I bet you Smith plays. They're just keeping it under wraps. Yeah.
1: yeah. If you're going for a playoff spot and you and your own if he's destiny,
0: practicing them in there, yeah. Comeback player of the year will be under center. <laughs> I got to stand
1: and throw a football. They're putting him in there. They need a win.
0: <laughs> so as, as far as other, uh, playoff scenarios in the NFC go, I, I don't think, I don't think it's all that interesting outside the NFC least, but then you have the bears who are in the seventh spot right now. It's basically a two team race between the bears and the cards Bears host the Packers so like as a Packers fan this is worst case scenario for me. It's like they're Super Bowl and we're just trying to lock up the one. We're hoping to not even have to play Rodgers. Nope. You're going to have to You're going to have to win be a big game. You're gonna have to win at Soldier, sweep your sweep your division rival, and get the one seed, and in one fell swoop eliminate the Bears from the playoffs. I mean, could be an awesome Sunday, could be a terrible Sunday. Honestly, uh, like,
1: I'm excited about this game, Zook. I think Chicago's gonna get it done. Oh, it's think, gonna be close. I it's gonna Mitch, be close. Mitch throws for three, and Montgomery gets
0: two. I think they're gonna and put they're playing, playing well is the them. thing. Like they're playing really well the last month of the season. So I I I think that game we were watching the Titans game and I was like it's absolutely going to be way more competitive than the game tonight. Like it, it they are going to bring it. It's going to be noon, it's going to be cold. It, you can't blow people out when it's noon and in cold on the road. You just can't do it. I think the Packers look at it done because at the end of the day it's in road, but I as far as the spread, don't ask me any questions about that. Dude, uh,
1: I'm telling you right now though, I think this is the game that is the game changer either way. For Mitch Trubisky and the Bears fans, like if Mitch,
0: gets if, this. if win, he wins this and gets them into the forgiven.
1: postseason, everything I think you gotta he's gotta be the quarterback next year. Yes, if he wins this game, win or lose, yeah. first round of the playoffs, he's your guy. <laughs> the Bears fans are back on the Mitch
0: train. But if he so gets maybe the Packers go done. for the long con here and just lose, so that way the you force the Bears who declined the fifth year option to extend him to like a two or three year Blake Bortles type extension in the offseason. season. So that way we get to play Trubisky for like two or three more years instead of beating them and just eliminating them from the playoffs. Now, like we're still going to be in the playoffs, whether it's one or two seed. So maybe you just long con Chicago and lose on purpose so that they keep Trubisky. Maybe you let Trubisky throw for like 500 yards.
1: I think, and let I Bears mean,
0: fans hold on to that for like a decade. All right, so
1: here's your guy, Bears
0: fans. Just <laughs>
1: soak it in. You get this guy Ten. to win Ten God. on Sunday, and he is He's your guy. I mean, th- this is a chance that
0: Mitch I seriously do think it's gonna be really hard to part ways with him if he somehow beats the Packers and gets him into the playoffs. I for think two out of the last Brand's three years, him if he wins this game, because you're right, it's their Super Bowl. Can't argue with the results, man. Two out of the last three years, Nagy and Mitch have made the playoffs if they beat,
1: if they win this game. Good luck, Mitch. I'm I'm rooting for him. I'm I think I'm gonna pick the Bears that game. I just I want them to win that game. I don't know why. I'm rooting yeah. for Mitch.
0: Trish. It'll be
2: interesting. Yeah. Do you think they- Nagy stays whether they win or lose? Or do you think he might be gone, too?
0: Where would he go? He'd I think it's fired? tough to fire Nagy. I think you it's think tough to fire. fire him. I don't think I think there's fire a chance. Me. I think there's I a think chance they do, but I don't think – I kind of am thinking – I'm getting vibes from my Chicago peeps that I listen to and talk to that live up there that they're not going to can him either way. I think who's really on the chopping block is Ryan Pace. Uh, I don't understand. Like, If you're going to fire Ryan, I feel like you just might as well fire Nagy, too. And – Start over and like get rid Nagy of Mitch. I, I feel like it's weird if you fire Pace, but then hang on to his shitty pick and his second coach that he's hired that people are unhappy with. But with Nagy, it's like they went twelve and four his first year, then they missed the playoffs. But they went eight and eight. I mean, it's not like they. Everybody thinks that they were four four and twelve. They were eight and eight. At worst, they're going to be eight and eight again this year. At best, they're nine and seven. They make the playoffs two out of the last three postseasons. That's something Bears fans have not experienced in a long time. Okay, so what if they lose, miss the playoffs again? I, I could see Nagy being fired then. I could oh, see Nagy being fired, yeah, on Black Monday, if they, you, especially you, if it's, like, embarrassing fashion if Rodgers comes yeah. in there and puts up, like, 45 on him.
1: But what do you do at the quarterback position next year?
0: He's gone. No, but I'm saying, do you trade up? Do you try to get Wentz? Do you, what do you do? You're in the market for Derek Carr. You're in the market for Sam Darnold. Uh... I think again, it depends on who you hire as the head coach. But you don't have the you don't have the ability to get a Zach Wilson or a. I think you're looking at Kyle Trask at that point. Like you don't have the ability to get a big big guy.
1: Do they have a lot of draft picks? Still, they could try to. I think they're in the first. I
0: think they have one in the first round this year at least, which is. More than they've had in the past because their top draft pick the last couple of years has been Cole Komet in the second, and then Ty Montgomery in the third. Two years ago, can you imagine being a Bears fan
1: and go from Mitch Trubisky to Sam Darnold? Holy shit! I have a heart attack just thinking about that.
0: So one thing I've heard some Bears fans talking about is uh, so if, right now lose, you do the full teardown and you like trade Mac and get a shitload no, of picks. You, got you, had a you trade game, Team Hicks.
1: You're so close, like. You, uh, again, but if I'm you're going to take
0: a new QB and a new GM and a new head coach, anyways, like yeah, I, I it, don't know, it makes no sense to have a good pass rusher when they, you're winning six still games. Competitive, like you said, I'm with you. I think they're a lot closer to like that 12 and 14 than they are to like just tearing the entire For roster. For reason,
1: it's just fun it's, when the Bears are good. Like I'm not even a Chicago guy. I'm not a Bears fan. I, I hate just, Bears. I know you do. I. You know, I don't know.
0: No, like, I think it's good. I think it's good for the league when they're competitive because it's a big market and those Bears Packers games get really heated up then I don't think I think Nagy's a good coach too, but I don't think he fits in Chicago. He's like this high flying offensive guy. Let me do a bunch of gimmicky bullshit and they need to play defense. They need to hire like Robert Sala. That's like a guy that would work in Chicago. Yeah. And then you get, and then you make the offense just good enough. Like I, I feel like at this point, like let go of trying to get a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Just make the defense top five every year, and get a guy like Alex Smith that can manage the offense, and just see where life takes you, Bears fans. Because you'd be a hell of a lot better off doing that than trying to get Mitch Trubisky and try to become this offense that scores forty-five a game. It's just not in their DNA. It never has been. Who would have thought that Mitch that that week seventeen? We're talking about extended wire. Mitch. Mitch
1: Trubisky's the future. <laughs> For the pass, week yeah. seventeen so, against the Packers.
2: Right now, the Bears are projected to have the twentieth overall pick in the first round, and then they have picks in round two, three, five, and six. You got enough to to package something to get to top ten. You're
1: not going to. You're obviously not going to get. You know. Yeah, but those Zachary
2: are all. The, you're those are all up their up
0: own picks. So, one, and you're giving up probably a, a third to get into the top ten. Because that's a late second, Steelers, late third, Steelers late fifth. Did that for Devin Bush. We, we, I should look up their compensation real quick. Because they traded up to get Devin Bush. And they were like in the 20s as well. So, uh Man. The, yeah, I think they could do it. They could absolutely do it. You're right, TJ. Uh
1: do you imagine story. them? It all comes full circle. Trading up with the Jets to number two to get Lance.
0: <laughs> Fuck. See, <laughs> all right. This so, is a perfect scenario. Steelers literally drafted 20th. I thought that that was yeah. it. They drafted twentieth. They sent their obviously their twentieth for the tenth, and they sent the number fifty-two pick, which was their that's their second round, and then they sent a 20, 20 third round. So you got to pay, like you you will give up probably two to three picks. But if you think you're getting a get franchise
1: quarterback, do it. You know. Oh that's, oh yeah sure. That's valuable piece in, absolutely. You know, and then the you got
0: to find somebody that's willing to dance though too. And I feel like the last couple of years, the trades have been down. But I wonder if they're that's in the back of their mind. Like that's, this is a deep quarterback draft. Like this is, if you need to guy, do, do before, it before you have to have your analysis of the quarterbacks done before free agency hits. Like you need to know what you're doing, whether you're going to try to trade up and get a guy or uh, sign Mitch before free agency opens. Like you have to have your analysis of the quarterbacks basically complete. And yeah. then you have to get to the point where it's like, cause obviously you don't know 100%. Like if you're like, we love Zach Wilson, we're going to try to trade up into the top 10 to get Zach Wilson and you put your eggs in that basket, then you don't re-sign Mitch and you, re- and you sign like a Nick Foles type. Not They're not going to re-sign him, but like you sign a type to where if you don't get him, you at least have somebody to play at the position. Uh, Someone at and, least just stand yeah. in and
1: get you through a year.
0: Like when they took uh, Mike Glennon, but then still drafted Mitch. I, that would be what they'd have and to do. And you forget, there's
1: a lot of teams that still are quarterback needy, even playoff-capable teams like the Colts.
0: Like Philip Rivers is supposed to be the bridge yep. guy.
1: So who's after Philip Rivers?
0: Nope. They got to pick somebody. Steelers got to pick somebody. Yeah. I think the Raiders, I think this might finally be the year that Gruden says, pack your shit and leave. Yeah, Mascara, Derek. <laughs> the Patriots need somebody. Yeah. Patriot Patriots. Absolutely need somebody in there. I can't wait. We'll talk about this more in the offseason. I can't wait to see what bill does with this draft. He's finally going to have a good pick. Like, yeah. do you think Cam's career is done? Yeah. As a starter. Dude, I I didn't realize how bad the stats were
2: until I watched it. He's got five touchdowns, 10 interceptions, interceptions and only like 2,400 yards. Five five touchdowns touchdowns and 10 interceptions.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I didn't realize it was that bad. It's because, well, part of it's like it's not as though he has all these attempts, but yeah, five touchdowns to 10 INTs. Yikes. I mean, that's fucking
2: awful. New England has the 14th pick right now. Do you know who has
0: the
1: the
2: third? Now.
1: Is it the third what? Third pick? The
2: third overall pick.
0: Who's that? Uh, the Dolphins. Yeah, from the Texans. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. I didn't realize the Texans were that bad. So that's another thing that— Because we again, had talked about, do you actually
2: buy into Tua yeah, or not? That's a,
0: and they're going to have to, again, decide that. And it, it, it cool. feels oh, like man. with how much they've benched— I just—I don't know, man. I know I'm biased. I like Tua coming out. He's a very efficient passer,
2: and I think he's he a can't throw player. the ball downfield, though. He's That's a franchise the franchise
0: quarterback, and he's a rookie. Like, I like, yeah, I just I get that they're trying to make the playoffs and everything. And you had the whole Fitz magic, what a great game that was! But, like, she, guys, like, if if they're gonna keep, like, they're they're fu- they're the ones fucking him up. Well, I don't even know, they don't he, he probably doesn't have confidence because his coach keeps benching him How, because How you? He's I think. Bench- Twice and he's been he didn't start the seat like I, I I like Brian Flores and I get what they're trying to do I get what they're trying to do Fitzmagic at this point right now probably gives them that short term burst to win one game like and I I understand it but if you're if you if you have to eventually just like ride out the bumps with Tua or draft somebody like I I'm almost at the point now where I want Tua to go somewhere else because I feel like they're just gonna keep
2: fucking him over I think Tua only has two passes over 25 yards this year. So to me, he's honestly kind of like a Teddy Bridgewater guy where he's going to get that five yards per attempt or whatever I think it's over the and over. They don't let him throw it that far. And probably because I don't he, think he, he can dunk guy
0: like he's my comp for him was Drew Brees. But and that's that's what he needs to do. Like he needs to be the efficient short passer. But I watched him chuck it to uh Rugs and Devontae Smith and Judy. Like he had no problem throwing down the field in college, and it's different in the NFL. But I think if you develop him, he's gonna be able to throw down field in the future. But I don't know. I mean, God, it's just I. I, I feel like they should draft somebody else because they really wanted to trade up for Joe Burrow and couldn't do it. And they have the third. I didn't realize that it was the third pick. Uh, mm-hmm. am I, am I, how much I wonder. That'd be interesting to look up on Twitter when we're done. How much it could change if the Texans mess up and beat the so, Titans?
2: So <laughs> oh my gosh, that, I think it
0: drops several yeah. spots. I think sure.
2: yeah. So you it depends on kind of what everyone else does, but tied with them, kind of record wise or in that area is Atlanta, Cincy, and Philly. See, so now you there's could like drop a drop all the way difference. down to like six, seven. Big. Yeah, there's a big difference between three and seven. God.
0: Bill O'Brien
1: screwed them up so bad. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Yikes, yeah. Good oh, team, oh, too. Great quarterback. And they don't even have the freaking pick. You, you Un- trade the yeah.
1: away the best receiver in the
2: league. We're going to be in the playoffs, so I, mean, I don't need that
1: first. What an idiot.
0: It's going
2: to be in well, the 20s. Part yeah, of that comp- compensation was Kenny Stills, who isn't even on the team anymore. He just signed with Buffalo.
1: Bill O'Brien... Bob, that dude needs to be get get in hiding. He you know right what's
2: crazy
0: is, uh, he was like the, uh, who's the guy at Oklahoma? R- 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 Coach Riley, is that his name?
1: Oh, Lincoln Riley. Lincoln yeah.
0: Riley. Yeah, yeah. He was like the Lincoln Riley at Penn State before he came up, and oh, he was
1: great at Penn State. They loved him, and, and then he was
0: good for the Texas fraud. Uh, it's like that guy, his head blew up so big, and he got such an ego to where he just absolutely annihilated that franchise that has great players and that was making the playoffs every year, and he, in like a year, just totally tanked it.
1: Well then to point it. where they got
0: to trade guys and start over. The GM situation, he took
2: over as that, too, and it's like after a year they go, what the fuck did we just do? <laughs> if If you had to choose one, this would absolutely suck. You have to choose one, though. Would you rather have Bill O'Brien or Chip Kelly? Because I think both are pretty close in that bad probably they were coached. GMs.
0: He's at least I think a good coach. Like he can he can win football games. Like he can't manage the team, and he'll run it into the ground. But like, yeah, I'd probably take Bob over Chip Kelly because Chip Kelly is just he's a terrible coach. What
1: was Chip Kelly's uh, record with the Eagles? Do we remember?
2: It was bad. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look should. it up.
1: Yeah, Chip Chip Kelly was fun. Was he there for two the years one. or one? I thought it was two or three.
2: Uh he was there from thirteen to fifteen. Yeah. It got so bad where they like
0: just took like they they were like, dude, get your shit and leave.
1: Didn't he have Vic when he came back? Was that mm-hmm. Chip Kelly? Yeah. Yeah, he did. yeah had a little explosiveness going and
0: DeMarco on. DeMarco Murray. Remember DeMarco Murray came yeah, from the DeMarco Cowboys Murray. and averaged like two yards of carry. Dude, there were some
1: names I heard the other day from my old fantasy league, year, like old years, like guys like Michael Turner and like these top picks to take, like these old running backs. I'm like, holy shit, I forgot. Michael Turner, the guy. bowling ball. The bowling ball, Michael Turner. Michael Didn't Green they have Buster, another guy in Atlanta that was really good? Was What was it, De Fre- Devontae Freeman? Devontae Freeman, but they had uh, – uh, Michael Turner was in Atlanta. That's
0: what Yeah, no, it. they had like two. They had like two like really good fantasy it guys. Probably was probably Devontae Freeman. And then it was Devonte um, Freeman and Tevin Coleman. But yeah, there's there. Yeah, if you go yeah. back in time in fantasy, like I remember back when I used to help my dad draft and like seeing the name Johnson, yeah. like uh, Mushin Muhammad and uh, <laughs> like T.J. Hushmanzada, like oh, those yeah. guys, like just yeah. blast from the past. How
1: About Joey Galloway, I started playing with Joey. Galloway yeah, was there still you go. The
0: with, with Jeff Garcia as my
2: quarterback with Nice Tampa
1: Bay Bucks. What a nice
2: throwback that was. So program. this is, this is kind of crazy Chip Kelly's record. So he took over after Andy Reid went four and twelve. So his first year he went ten and six and went to the division championship.
1: Hey,
2: his second year I he went ten that. and his second year he went ten and six, but missed the playoffs. And that was despite in, key injuries to players like Nick Foles. And then it kind of went bad. So, so
1: was Vic only there, there one year?
2: I guess he took over when Nick Foles got injured, right?
1: I thought he was like, I don't remember.
2: But then after that, they went six and nine, and then he was kind of. out of I think there. Vic was there the first year. I think Vic was there the first year they won the division.
1: It's a really dumb question. Where is Chip Kelly now?
0: He UCLA. 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 I think they're UCLA. getting ready to fire him. <laughs> got
1: it. I forgot he was I, still coaching.
0: Yeah, he is not. He he just the way I've heard him described is he has he had one pitch and once everybody caught up to that Oregon that offense he ran at Oregon he stopped winning in Oregon and then when he went to the NFL then they caught it, you just can't do anything else it's like chip everybody yeah. runs your offense now yeah he's You're nine and so kind of 19 only anymore. one that ran the spread and that gimmicky just guy right he didn't yeah, he was, like no no, fucking, no he was big he's yeah. big on the no huddle and it was like i i The offense is so good, especially at the college level. Like you don't even need very good players to run it. It's all based on scheme. And you just put a running back back there at quarterback and you run these little option plays and they get you like three, four yards to pop every time. Like it's impossible to stop. So, and then everybody, once everybody caught up to that, he was just awful. And now he can't win at UCLA
2: He's 10 and 21 at UCLA. Yeah, I
0: think UCLA (laughs) is getting ready to fire him. That's bad. That's,
1: holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah, I I forgot he was still coaching.
0: That's insane. Yeah, I don't think he gets many recruits either.
1: Oh, Zook, I wanted to ask since we're kind of talking about it's a good transition from college to NFL head coaches,
0: did you hear the rumors about Urban Meyer? Did hear there. Yeah, the Urban rumors. Well was he what team was he rumored to go to the Cowboys? I have no idea. I just heard I I heard he was a rumor that he might go to the NFL. I Jacksonville I, I was one think, of them. I don't think he will. I and I I just I I think that it can only go poorly for him if he does that and I I kind of think the only way he'd come back is if he can go coach at Notre Dame. Yeah, or if like Ohio State gets in a really bad spot, maybe then he'd come back and resurrect the program and become even more of a legend in Columbus than he already is. But like, I I truly I thought it, it when he got let go of Ohio State, he, he'd take a year off and come back, but he hasn't, and I think he's waiting for the right the right thing. I think he's waiting for like a an awesome job to open up. Like I think the I think he would go to Notre Dame if they let go of Brian Kelly, but that shit ain't happening anytime soon. And, uh, I think he'd probably go to like a school like, OU, or if Dabo left Clemson and goes to Bama, uh, if, uh, Saban retires, I think he'd maybe consider that. But, uh, yeah, I I don't, I don't, I I guess I don't really see him going to the, to the NFL. He's not a scheme guy.
2: He is a recruiter. Jacksonville, Jacksonville seems to be the one that people know about. There are two teams that reached out to him. Jacksonville is the one everyone's like. And if he went to Jacksonville,
0: I, I I'd have somebody. He would need to get a brain scan.
2: Why <laughs> would you go
0: to Jacksonville?
2: Because Trevor Lawrence. Why? Why?
1: Yeah. Do you, uh, it does not matter. <laughs> have you heard anything else about Bill Cower?
0: I heard. Um, I heard. I heard rumors about that. Uh, yeah, that was, it was, it was kind of de- de- difficult.
2: The biggest rumor on that was if they got Trevor Lawrence that Bill Cower would go to the Jets if the Jets were able to draft him.
1: Got
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that uh I think that the guys that are going to you know who I think is going to get interviews and potentially even a job this year is Joe Brady. Yeah. That's like my I'm squatting yeah, he on that. He's a day. coordinator, right? Yep, and he's been in the he's been in the OC for just a year. And he would he went came from LSU uh from the national championship game and then went to uh carolina to be the oc but i think he's absolutely going to get interviewed i think robert is probably going to get hired this go around uh i think he's actually gonna i think he might be a good coach i've kind of come around last year i told you guys and i've typically held this in the past i don't think it makes any sense to hire a defensive coach some of these defensive coaches i think run the teams better uh and you it just is what identity you want to have like I think especially if you don't have an awesome quarterback I think hiring a defensive coach is safer like because he can build up an awesome ass defense right and be the CEO of the franchise and then your offense just has to be good enough mm-hmm. but the problem then is if you get a good coordinator he's gonna be gone
2: Wow. whereas if, you guys... you, if, you're, if you're an offensive uh,
0: coach like Matt LaFleur and you get a guy like Vic Fangio or somebody to run the defense, then you're set because they're probably not leaving to go, go for another job.
1: Sorry, I know this is off topic, but sort of breaking news. I don't know if you guys saw this. I guess not since we didn't I ju- it up. I just saw it. Tannehill tested positive for COVID. Oh. Or not oh, Tana. Tana? Uh, sorry,
0: sorry. Fitzpatrick. Yes. The other Ryan. Yes. Ryan Fitzpatrick yes. tested positive for COVID. So two is back in, huh? Two is back in for Tua cannot be benched week seventeen. Yes.
2: Somehow, by some miracle of God, two is not a close contact to him. Somehow. Because yeah. they hate each other. <laughs> probably. Wow, yeah, Nick, Nick, the Bills fan, He probably got to be unhappy about that
0: one.
1: That sucks, I mean, man. Fitzpatrick. Bills
0: are in. I don't year. really care what the Pensee's Dolphins. He's got mean. screwed. He.
1: He won them a ton of games, and then he gets benched for Tua. Then he comes, has the big comeback last week. Everybody loves him again. Then he gets COVID. Fuck that. That sucks. He'll
0: yeah, know what that means it's though.
1: It's Tua will get them in the playoffs, and then Fitzpatrick will take his job in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> That's probably. Gonna That's probably what's going to happen, or he'll throw one interception or go three and out one time in the second quarter and for us we'll yank him That's
1: i just like Tannehill does not have covid i apologize it was does not have
0: COVID all the all the Saints or the sorry not the saints that all the uh, tight
2: fans, fans can change their undies <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know who i saw who's been a hot name for a few years that probably isn't gonna get a head coaching job unless yeah, texans hire him it's kind of down to the texans and they're so saying they I heard don't
0: somebody know. back in october make this statement ben albright i don't know if you follow him on twitter He's lives i think he's a denver broncos guy he basically was he had said he's like bianemy's not getting a head coaching job and everybody called him a racist and it's starting to like get to that that point where people are pulling the race card but one thing i heard that uh, was interesting on bianemy is he had the issue at colorado which was like a domestic thing
2: I saw something about this the other day. I didn't really know what it was. Terrible in
0: interviews. I heard he interviews terribly, and he does not come off very highly. And I've also heard there's questions about how involved he really is in the Chiefs offense. I guess he doesn't call
2: plays at all. He just relays them from Andy. Relays
0: them. And I think that he's on the headset with Andy, and I'm sure there's collaboration that Andy's always done that, whether it be with Nagy or whoever. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I've, I've heard, I've heard that he's going to get left out again. I've heard the lions maybe are interested in him. Uh, I think that's maybe a spot. They have, uh, I think the lions have done a nice job. They've, they've hired minority coaches in the past. Jim Caldwell.
2: I think they'd rather have Sala. I think him. they would too. I think it's kind of down to the Texans. And if he doesn't get the Texans, cause I guess Deshaun Watson, I think wants him. That's his kind of in with that. Them. The Jags wouldn't hire him. I don't. I think they're looking elsewhere.
0: See, it is crazy. I do think he eventually deserves a shot. I mean, at some point, whether
2: he's a lot be- of people now are starting to talk up their QB coach though instead of B enemy. they They've kind of fallen off on that train, and a lot of people are saying that they're maybe not this probe, year, but T O E B. I don't remember his name. Dave In a, a year or two, like though, a lot of people are saying that their QB coach will have a job. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's it, it's crazy because he's like the name you've heard about every year. And the guy just keeps getting passed over. I'm not saying that uh, race isn't a partial factor in it because I'm I'm sure it is. I mean, you that's just look at Kafka, statistics.
2: Mike Kafka, Kafka. Kafka yeah. Kafka. So I uh,
0: I'm not Every saying that's part Kafka. of it, but I, I I think that Albright was onto something back in October. Like it was not the popular thing to say at the time, but I think he's gonna be right. It's uh, the guy's a terrible interview. He's not very personable, and he has questionable been past in his past, like. I do think that's kind of bullshit because, like, it's the NFL. Like, what's it was in
2: like the nineties? Pretending that he's
0: the only coach that has done something wrong in the past, like that's a little bit bullshit. If he can win football games, at the end of the day, nobody's gonna care. Like, do you think Ohio State cared about the whole Urban Meyer situation? Not one iota. Do you think that that there's some shady shit going down at Bama and Clemson right now? Nobody cares because they win. And there's been other coaches that do questionable shit. Mike Zimmer's dating like a 25 year old right now. Nobody cares. Oh, dude. I don't know if you've seen like his girlfriend is a complete smoke show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Pull it, pull up. Just Google Mike Zimmer's girlfriend and you'll see. I actually did look her up. I I think 25 is a little harsh. I think she's like 30, but yeah. Oh, Mike, Mike Zimmer is, uh, living the good, living the high life in Minneapolis right uh... now.
2: Oh, she posted a topless photo in her Instagram review about two months ago.
0: Yeah, so there you go. I guess Zimmer isn't totally blind.
2: No, uh, no he is not. Good for him.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's his girlfriend. I, I don't know how old she is. I remember I then looked up when I when the story dropped. This was like it must have been October, September. But I uh, I looked up her age, and I think she's in her thirties.
1: The opportunity to play for the well, team. I, I think
0: uh, Zimmer's
1: doing all right for himself. There you go, yeah. Mike. Mm-hmm. I, mean, so. I, think, I think he likes it for her personality. That's
0: why I'm <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a nice girl. Yeah, there's yeah. A lot of personality there. Well, guys, I think uh, we can kind of wrap the show. Uh, TJ, do you want to thank the sponsors? Tali, do we got the little, well, let's put our ribbon down. So we can thank our sponsors here.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Kay and uh, and we
0: can I'll thank them over Vocal for the audio uh, listeners. We got Kay Roberts at Remax Gold. Give her a call. One of the best real estate agents in the city of St. Louis, as well as Sarah Barron with Family Finance Mortgage and Aces Wild. Head on over to Aces. Uh, they are sponsor of our Ace of the Week, and they're fantastic. One of our newer sponsors we picked up this year. We love Aces Wild. Um, so give those guys a call the housing market is awesome right now uh you can you can refi i mean give kay and sarah a call um i just refied on on our mortgage tj did you didn't you refi
1: we were looking into it still you're looking into we, it yeah but sarah is always just right there for us just giving us the best numbers my, my, and working around yeah. the clock
0: Yeah. My parents refied. So like, it's, it's a, it's a good time. I mean, at the very least reach out to them. They are not after your money. Like they are just, they're very personable. They are not going to screw you. They are good down to earth uh, people that will uh, tell it to you straight. They will explain everything to you and they do a fantastic job. So, so give Kay and uh, Sarah a call. His so, number is 314-409-4113
1: yeah. or online at STL Homes the number 4you.com. And Sarah Barron, Family Finance Mortgage, 314-537-1282, online at familyfinancemortgage.com. You can also find Aces Wild at 208 North Main Street, Columbia, Illinois. Ice cold beer, five slot machines, Golden Tee Golf. You can live bet in there. They got the TVs in there for you to watch all the games. Great spot to go. Golden tea, baby. uh, Play some golden tea. Lobster Mania. Lobster Mania is on on those. That's Big Web's favorite slot game. There you go. uh, Tell Alex Schlemmer that the boys from From the 50 sent you. Go follow them on Facebook, too. Just just search Aces Wild Columbia, Illinois. Um, You'll see their logo up there. And they have always a lot of big giveaways. They have, like, potlucks. They do a lot of just different stuff with food, with games, with giveaways. It's always doing something every single week. So go check them out,
0: Aces Wild. TJ, do you know if they and I hate to put you on the spot here? Do you know if they have pinball machines? They do not. But that would be a good Alex. addition. I it's need to get armor. in. Uh, I need to get in their ear. I
1: heard uh, that he might be putting in some dartboards in there.
2: Possibly. Ooh, that's so, key.
1: You'd that's love key. to see that. I think that was actually my suggestion, and he goes, <laughs> "Okay, yeah, we'll look into it." So he's got a perfect <laughs> spot in the back. That's there. Really you go three dartboard so maybe a little bruise on the balcony from the 50 dart tournament there
0: oh yeah yeah we need to go there i'll kick all your guys ass in golden mm-hmm. tea, and golden tea then we can play some darts it'll be it'll be a bunch of fun
1: regardless what happens like when the pandemic's over we need to do live shows from there next year like oh uh, yeah at least a couple yeah. let's and, do it
0: let's fun. do it i'm in well that'll do it for us here on the midweek show we'll see you guys sunday morning the last uh true you know nfl sunday the last witching hour we'll have Place all your bets. I mean, bet your mortgage. (laughs) Then you can refinance it later on the games this Sunday because from here on out, it's only like five or six games a week. So uh, that'll do it. For TJ, for Nick, I'm Zach. We'll see you guys on Sunday morning.